Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Thanks for the Lyrics, a weekly deep dive into a single line from a single Fall Out Boy song. I am James, and I have one ring on my finger. I am Tracy, and all this ringing is in my ears. And I am Aaron, and I have none rings on my fingers. Huh. That's a lie, I have two rings on my fingers. <laughs> it, it works better with the, the joke if I have none rings <laughs> on my fingers. <laughs> None rings to rule them all. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! So we are doing the final. Oh my goodness! Regularly released track on Infinity on High today. Mm-hmm. It is a song called "I've Got All This Ringing in My Ears, But None on My Fingers." So I'd like to talk before we get the lyrics just a little bit about ringing in your ears, mm-hmm. if, if <laughs> okay. you wouldn't mind. Tinnitus is the perception of noise or ringing in your in the ears a common problem it affects 15 to 20 percent of people it's not a condition itself it's a symptom of an underlying condition such as age-related hearing loss ear injury or a circulatory system disorder which which scared me that's different (laughs) ringing or buzzing noise in one or both ears that may be constant or come and go is often associated with hearing loss ringing in ears can have causes that aren't due to underlying disease examples include exposure to loud sounds whiplash head injuries, too much earwax, or medication side effects. Mm. I once posted about having a ringing in my ears after a concert, and a either bot or someone who was monitoring Twitter for it tweeted me that I should be wearing earplugs. Oh. So hmm. I promise never to do that ever again. Tweet. Wear earplugs. Tweet I just don't about do it. <laughs> your ears. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I never tweeted again. Uh, no, no, no. I, I should wear that earplugs way more than I do, yeah. um, which is never. But... That's not healthy, and my hearing is probably going to go super duper fast. Yeah, I'm just hoping yeah. for like cybernetics to catch up and yeah, that'd be cool. Ears. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool, cool, cool. We have some lyrics. I have some thoughts on the title, but I'd like to save them for for later. Um, and the lyrics are as follows: You're a canary, I'm a coal mine, cause sorrow is just all the rage. Take one for the team. You all know what I mean. You're a canary. Whenever Pete says, you know what I mean, I'm like, oh, I don't, no, we don't, man. We really don't know what you mean. I, you're, you're assuming a lot. <laughs> We're doing a whole podcast trying to figure out what you mean. <laughs> That's, I really, I think that is Pete just speaking to us yeah. in the future. Mm-hmm. You know, other yeah. podcasts we should I change the name to. Thanks for the lyrics. What's that? You all know what I mean. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there's a bunch of, of cliches slash idioms yeah. in this one. Well, I was going to start with, you're a canary, I'm a coal mine, because I didn't understand that reference. I didn't understand it when I was a kid, and I was like, I don't understand what this means. And then that's the fun oh, thing yeah. about Fall Out Boy is that as you get older, things start to make more sense, and then I learned what that is. Mm-hmm. So in case anybody doesn't know, yeah. miners used to send uh, canaries into coal mines, and if they died, that's because there was a toxicness in the mine. So if they breathed the air, it killed them. If the canary lived, then it was safe for the miners to go in. Correct? I think it was a lack of air, but it may have been mine tells dangerous uh, carbon monoxide. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was, I was like, no, I thought it was tos- yeah, yeah. toxicity yeah. in the air. Yeah, it's it's 
carbon monoxide uh, that you can't detect, and they hadn't invented uh, carbon monoxide uh, CO detectors. Yeah. So, so yeah. those are just so canaries. disappointed that yeah. uh, they aren't called like canaries. You know, yeah, or like a brand of right. CO detector being canaries. That'd oh. be so cool. God, that's irritating. Also, yeah. I'm sad for all those poor dead birds. Well, mm-hmm. they're birds. Well, I'm just kidding. hopefully, no maybe there mean, weren't a lot of them. Maybe, maybe they were mostly safe mines. Let's hope so. Yeah, that's yeah. one mm. thing everyone knows about <laughs> mining is that it's just classically really safe. <laughs> just, I mean, like we wouldn't send kids down there if it wasn't safe, right? Right, Guys, right, of right? Not. right, 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 right. Newsies minute. <laughs> yeah so you're a canary i'm a coal yep. mine so the person that the singer is addressing is being sort of like i sort of think of it as like the goat in jurassic park sort of just led on to mm-hmm. pete's presence and it's like all right are they gonna be overwhelmed with the toxicity or yeah. what that's so that's that's cool <laughs> Hashtag fallout boy. <laughs> Hashtag fallout boy, exactly. Well, and the thing is, the exactly. canary could totally survive the coal mine. You don't know if there's no sure. carbon monoxide fine. in it. But if there is, yeah. they're going to die. So it's kind of like a really, right. exactly. hey, it's actually going to be fine, totally good, or you're yeah. going to die. No in between. Yeah, it's like uh, Schrodinger's coal mine. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> also, uh, bird is a, is another word for uh, like, a, like a woman. Oh, yeah. That's so true. Maybe it's a, yeah. And coal mine is another word for repeat once. And the word for a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid heteronormative metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, listener, you can be a canary or a coal mine or anything in between, you know? Or not, none of that. I do recommend well, you don't be the carbon monoxide. Just like, just like as a, as a personal, yeah. you know, like thing to strive for. Don't, don't be toxic gas. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, add another oxygen and you can feed all the trees. Yeah, exactly. Feeding trees. Yeah. With my rotten By being course. carbon dioxide, you can be carbon live oxide. Mm-hmm. Right. So... so the next lyric is... Because <laughs> <laughs> um, sorrow is all the rage. And I really like this because, you know, all the rage is like, it's trending. Yeah. Yeah. But also, rage is like an opposite... Or sometimes companion of sorrow. Like, if you're depressed, sometimes you have, like, just unleashing white-hot rage. Mm-hmm. I would say that sorrow and rage can go really hand-in-hand. Hand. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, so sorrow is all the rage is, like, it feels contradictory, but it's right. not. So it's kind of, kind of a cool turn of phrase, yeah. I thought. I think it's a cool... Um sorrow is all the rage like that's why we write such sad songs is like sorrow's cool yeah. like that's why we do it yeah <laughs> not actually the sad uh but but like because uh, like you're a canary i'm a coal mine because sorrow is all the rage like how does that make sense right like how do those two things relate so it's like you you're suffoc like the person that they're addressing is suffocating under the rage like the rage is like sucking, like it's like a white hot fire burning, sucking up all the oxygen and pulling all the air out so that they're dying. I took it kind of to mean a lot of the same thing that this entire album has been talking about with regard to like fame and the way Pete has chosen to deal with fame. Like, you know, mm. okay, groupie, you're the canary, <laughs> I'm the coal mine. 
I'm gonna be bad for you. All of my emo-ness is very trendy right now, but it's not good for yeah. you. I'm not bringing anything healthy to the table. Yeah. I also think about the, like, you know, someone had a person, usually, I, would, I would imagine usually a man, but that's not necessarily true, bigger than the canary, more powerful than the canary, in charge mm-hmm. of the canary, would place the canary in the coal mine, mm-hmm. would send it yeah, down the there. Yeah. So it almost feels like you, can't, you don't even have a choice right. of being here. You were destined to be here or like you were you it was on your path to be here well in that next line take one for the team kind of right goes in line with that like right yeah you know there's no way that this is going to be good for you but because i am the rock star you are going to sleep with me and because because at take take one gross you know what i mean for for the i wonder if that's I think that's it. You think that's exactly what the innuendo was there? That could work. You know yeah. what I mean. Uh? <laughs> take one dick for the team. <laughs> the original lyric was, take one for the team. Uh? Get it? Like sex? And all the music stops. It's like, no, yes. no, I think it definitely meant sex. I, uh, what I meant when I, when I was like, is that what, do you think that's what he meant was, take one for the team, you know, like, my dick. <laughs> take, take a dick for the team. You know what I mean? Not just like a yeah. hookup, but like specifically like the one is my penis. Right, right, right. Pete's just whispering yeah. that behind Patrick. Like, <laughs> they gotta know. The one is hilarious as a name for a penis. <laughs> <laughs> the one. Oh. oh, I like that a lot. The whole thing. Mm. Can we look at it as a lover partner situation? Because like, I guess mm. same kind of same concept, really. But it's like... You're with me. Yeah. So no one else by has By your own to be. choice. Mm-hmm. Right. But you are, yeah, you're sort of like, oh. Those ooh, are my wedding vows That's like the canary now. in the coal mine. <laughs> <laughs> the canary in the coal mine is sent down there so that no one else has yeah. to. So they're taking one for the team in, in the fact that they are checking it out first. And it's like, if it's like a, a lover situation, then it's like, they are sort of the like roadblock. Right. Like, all right. I'm, or like the giver. I never read it, but it's like that, where it's like, they take all the badness so that no one else has to deal with Pete Wentz's bullshit. Yep. That's mm-hmm. the giver. Cool. That was what the giver I, was about, I right? I had a thought, <laughs> and you've replaced it with Pete Wentz and the giver. <laughs> <laughs> so, when you said, like, blocks everyone, it's not even just, like, I'm going to figure out if this guy is, you know, filled with carbon monoxide or not. It's kind of like, yeah. I'm going to almost take them away block them off, prevent them from right. getting to right. everybody else. Not even in a dating way. Well, and it's like, yeah, if the canary dies, no one goes right. near it, the coal mine again. Yeah. Huh. I would like to bring in the title, mm-hmm. which I think is related to this. I've got all this ringing in my ears and none of my fingers. It's like, I've been playing such loud music and just going full hard rock star stuff and making no yep. commitments. I have nothing else. I think that's literally it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was saying before we started recording, I don't particularly like this title or the last song's title very much, just because I feel like it's not, it doesn't roll off the mm-hmm. tongue as well, I guess. But I think that it's, once you think about it in terms of like how it relates to the lyrics we've chosen and stuff, I think it's a cool way of saying that yeah Um, i also like the change of uh sound in the last one it always felt a little different Mm -hmm. yeah there's a 
the, the horns in it remind me of something every time, and I can never place mm. what it is before it's before they're gone. I feel like it's a Kanye song, and I can't think of what it is. It's a Bloodhound Gang song. Right Turn Clyde is the name of the Bloodhound Gang song, and I know because the horns that I barely can hear in the song are a secret track where they're rehearsing the horns, and that's what they sound like. Deep cut. Yeah. At the very end of this song, there's like an audience applause outro and then a yeah. like recorded like now press repeat. <laughs> so there's this puzzle game series called Rusty Lake that mm. they're like puzzle video games. And it's all like they're all, you know, interconnected and you have to like solve murders among generations and stuff. And there's a voice that sometimes like calls the telephone in the game. And when you pick up the telephone, it'll, like, say something to you. And it says it in that same type of, like, Mr. Speak and Spell voice. Mm -hmm. Mm. And in the game, I find it extremely unsettling. And so, as a result, I now find that part of this song extremely unsettling. (laughs) So, I love the song, but then I get to that point and I'm like, skip. (laughs) Like, I listen up through the clapping and then I'm like, nope skip to the next neck whatever oh, the next track so is funny. i like albums that end with uh, an acknowledgement that this is the end of the album mm-hmm. so applaud yeah. for us i love like this where it's just like clapping at the end or like when you hear like a record skipping and then gradually being taken off like mm-hmm. anything yeah. that's like this is a thing that has ended is kind of cool Me too. i do appreciate that they're like now listen again <laughs> clap yeah. for us <laughs> And then go back and listen again and clap for us some more. And we fucking did. And also to re-listen to an album, I wouldn't hit repeat at the end of it. I'd hit play if it was on a CD, you know. Right. Yeah. Doesn't quite make sense. You would have to hit repeat at the beginning. So once it got to the last track, it would start over again. I don't like repeating things like immediately after. So I rarely used it. Uh, I can't listen to a song and then usually listen to it Mm -hmm. immediately after. There's been very yeah. few times that I've actually done that, so. I actually do that pretty frequently. Uh, but that that will not surprise anyone who is familiar with my somewhat um, obsessive nature. Yeah. The, the first time I can remember doing that in modern times, like, because I listened to One Sweet Day by Mariah Carey and Mbop by Hanson sure. over and over on Mecca singles, because those are both excellent songs. But when uh, New Found Glory re- released um, Summer Fling, Don't Mean a Thing, um, from Radio Surgery, mm-hmm. I got that, and I was so pleased that they were back to a, a sound that I liked mm-hmm. that I just listened to it oh. over and over and over and over. And yeah. Like, I'll listen cool. to the same music over song. and over every day. Like, it's like yeah, the same yeah, yeah. five to ten songs. It's just not directly, yeah. like, in a row. Yeah. So shall we wrap up the album? Yeah. Yeah. I think that, that does it for the album. Or at least the album proper. Right, right. We have some bonus songs. Oh, Let's wrap up the album, then talk about future plans, and then we can do social media and get out of here. Okay. So, Tracy, yeah. what do you think, where, what is your final assessment of the album, having gone through it the way we have? Love it. This is still one of my favorites. I think overall, no, I think I said this about From Under the Cork Tree, that overall it's, <laughs> well, it's like my favorite. I love this album so much. Like, so much. It gets me so pumped. And it feels very different from yeah. from Under the Cork Tree. But, like, it's always mm-hmm. Pete's lyrics. Like, their sound is always good. Yeah. But it changes, which is great. But the, like, ingenuity of the lyrics is always there. And I really love that. I really yeah. love this album. Yeah. I think my t- my favorite yeah. album is From Under the Cork Tree, Infinity, and High Folly Adieu. That's my one favorite album. Mm. 
Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yes. Those are my thoughts. Okay. Aaron, what are you, what are you thinking? I, I love that. I've, I love this album. I've always loved this album. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I have definitely spent more time with the songs, like kind of one-on-one with the songs, listening to them a few times through in a row as yeah. we've done this. Yeah. And I just, I, there are some that I have much more appreciation for than I did before. And there are some that I learned some things about mm-hmm. doing it this way. I love the album. I always have. I don't think this has made me love it more. It has just kept me loving it the same. Right. This is this one and Folia Deux, which I didn't used to like, but now I quite like. And Save mm-hmm. Rock and Roll and American Beauty and American Psycho are, and From Under the Cork Tree are my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. I just really love Fall Out Boy, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do a podcast. <laughs> Let's do a podcast. What about you, James? I still think that I prefer the beginning of this album to the end of it. Okay. I think it starts off incredibly strong. I think a little bit Hum Hallelujah is so transcendently amazing that pretty much anything after it feels a little bit duller by comparison. Okay. Like in terms of like brightness of color, mm-hmm. duller color. And so <laughs> I think I have a more of an appreciation for the latter half because of listening to it with the mind of what are lyrics in this that I really Mm -hmm. like. Not like, ooh, this song has great lyrics, which I do for like Hum Hallelujah and some of them, but like, let's listen to the song and if I don't care for the lyric, that's Mm -hmm. fine. I can just let that one pass. Let me find the the golden ones. And that has really helped me uh, have an appreciation for it. I think musically it do, it goes some weird places for me because it feels like I'm see I'm still a take this to your grave from under the cork tree guy. Mm-hmm. So I want guitars and fast drums, but I also like like Ben Folds and yeah. and other bands that do like piano stuff. It's just when Fall Out Boy did it, I was sort of like, huh, this is weird. But now I have an appreciation for these songs at the end a lot more than I did when we started this album. Good. So that that's good. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to do this for Folio Adieu because um, I feel like I look at that album as like a single and then um, two novelty songs and then that's it. And I know that it's more than that. Interesting. Um, and I'm excited to, to, to find that. I'm excited yeah. to, to, to get into that because of how much more I like Infinity on High than I did. Right. I think it goes for me from under the cork tree, take this to your grave, infinity on high. Hmm. Okay. Maybe it was, I think that's interesting too, because it's like how we got introduced to Fall Out Boy. Like my first Fall Out Boy Mm -hmm. album was infinity on high. And then I worked backwards. Right. So like to me, their sound, in my mind, their OG sound is more infinity on high than any of the other sounds, which isn't true. It's just to me, that's like what, like I was like, oh, this ain't a scene, it's an arms race. This is Fall Out Boy. And then listening backwards was yeah. almost right. kind of weird. Um, for Take yeah. This to Your Grave. Yeah. I was I was listening to Pearl Jam this weekend, and I was thinking about when I got into Pearl Jam, they were releasing their fourth album in 1996, mm-hmm. and how the songs on the first three albums feel like classic Pearl Jam, and the songs past the album that I got first feel like new Pearl Jam. And there's a certain point where it's like old new Pearl Jam and new new Pearl Jam. <laughs> And I'm like, it's so weird. What if you, what if I was someone who got into Pearl Jam in the seventh album? Yeah. Then the one that I think of as sort of the contemporary current day one 
would be one of the old right. ones. Yeah. And, and all that. There you go. If I can say one thing about doing this podcast as a whole is I listen yeah. to lyrics a lot differently now, especially mm-hmm. Fall of Boy, because I was listening to it last night and just like had all the albums on shuffle and just like thinking of things I you know we didn't get to talk about and stuff like that and then like things coming Mm -hmm. up for future albums or just like have these revelations or like listening to some like oh my god like this totally relates to this other thing that we talked about you know like two seasons ago and that's really cool and not follow boy songs too I I like start having conversations with myself about the lyrics in my head (laughs) I'm like Mm -hmm. what does this mean so that's really fun yeah so that's that. All right. All right. Well, so that is awesome, and I'm really happy that um, that, that yeah, happens, Trace. That's really, too. really cool. It's a cool side effect of doing this show. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a sort of different calibration of Right, of just like practicing hearing meaning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we are done with this album as a regularly released uh, season. We're going to take a little bit of a break, and then we'll be back talking about Folie Adieu. Uh, but if you want to join... The Patreon, as Aaron is going to talk about in a sec, uh, there will be Boku bonus tracks uh, coming out in the interim. So um, if you miss us, hey us, <laughs> Aaron, take it away. We as a podcast are on Twitter at Thanks for the Lyrics Pod, except you're going to take out all those vowels and you're going to put them in a birdcage and you're going to chuck them in a coal mine. Individually, we are on Twitter. I am at Unabashedly Aaron. I am at Unabashed James. And I am at Adil's Warlock. This podcast is a part of the Scavengers Network on Twitter at ScavengersNet, on the internet at large at scavengersnetwork.com, where you can find all of our sibling shows and a merch store and just look at pictures of us, like us, not just the three of us, but like everybody on the network. There's pictures of everybody hmm. or most people, I guess. I don't know. Is Tra- Tracy, are I'm you sure. on there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's definitely some PodCon pictures. Yeah. I am. I'm definitely mm. on there. Yeah. Okay. The Scavengers Network is also on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the Scavengers Network. If video game streams is your thing, come check us out there. And as James mentioned, we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash the Scavengers Network, where for $2 a month, you can get access to so much bonus content. And when I say so much, I mean like just the three of us on this podcast for this podcast are going to be putting out so much bonus content. It is going to be well worth your two bucks to get access Mm. to that. So if you have an extra two bucks to chuck our way, do it. Just chuck it right down the... Chuck it down the coal mine after the vowels. Uh, and I'll be there just, gobbling just, them all up. It'll be fine. Just write it right into the Patreon. The Patreon is a coal <laughs> mine. You're a canary. We're a coal mine. Hmm. Hey, Fallout Boy, thanks for the lyrics. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God, you guys. That has been Infinity on High. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Hey, Eli, do you want to help me make an improvised fantasy adventure podcast? Hey, Ty, that sounds fun. Do we want to bring in all of our friends to play with us? Nope, just you. Okay, will I be on the whole time? 
Actually, no, you'll be on for three to six episodes, and then we'll bring on another guest. Okay, is one of us going to be the main character? Nope, you're all just going to be side characters in a larger story. Okay, but this podcast is going to be hard to find, right? Nope, just look up Side Character Quest on whatever podcast app you like, or just go to sidecharacterquest.com. Okay, but you promise not to kill my character, right? No promises. Uh, oh no. <laughs> now, press, repeat.